You are live. Yes, we are. Hello. Hello, Zach. Yeah. Was the first live that you ever did this show in March of 2020? No, it couldn't be. It may have been. Um, gosh. Because you've done broadcasts before, right? You've done right. interviews and things like that. Mm -hmm. I've seen you do the Start Peninsula one with the cities that do that. You've done it yeah. from my old Hampton Roads Business Weekly and some of my other shows and things like that. But from a live perspective, live and in color. Yeah, it could have been. It could have been. And that's one were, of those things. I think were you live the week before when you did that thing too? When you that no, I, I just did. Yeah, I just recorded a video. Okay. I like live. I think it improves. I was watching something last night from a um, one of the WWE announcers, and she was taking like um, someone was asking like you know how do you get started and things like that, and she was saying like in school one of her mentors, which who was in broadcasting, was like, "Look, you have this thing. I didn't have this as a kid, or you know when I started." Like just press, just press go, just press record. And I obviously right. many, many times have encouraged people to do that here as well. It's like, Hey, like you have these tools, they're probably free. Just press record. You know, the worst thing that happens is no one's watching and you mess up, but no one's watching, you know? Yeah. And you continue to improve. At least I would like to think that I continue to improve. Uh, five years ago, if anyone thought would they, or told me this would be something I would do, I'd told them that they're crazy, but. It's fun. I enjoy I enjoy my Thursdays at eleven with you, Zach. Good, as you should. You and your black, <laughs> you and your black tea. Yeah, you you, you you break in the streak, but uh, props to West Virginia and a bowl win. Look, we haven't been to a bowl, and I don't know how long. I got my milita military uh, base colors right here. The olive, olive drab. Yeah, apparent. Apparently, it also has America on the sleeve. How about the back that? It says Mountaineers. Yeah. So, you know, we had to um, remove the black tea for one week and uh, give a shout out to our Mountaineers, my Mountaineers. Um, yeah. And um, kudos to them. Very exciting times. <laughs> what was it? The, I feel the, like, the Mayo Bowl or so? Is that what it was? The Duke's Mayo Bowl. And I believe Duke's Mayo is from Richmond, by the way. Really? Yeah. And I don't know if you watched this, but like, you know, there's a there's 42 bowl games out there. And I think there's three or four on today. Some of them are ridiculous. Like I saw something last night for the Wasabi Bowl. But what do you think? It's it's what do you think Wasabi is? The company Wasabi. What do you think they do? Well, geez, I, I would have thought that it was the uh... exactly. You would have thought it's the food, right? right. Or or the no, not the case. No, it's a company based in Boston. So I looked this up. You know, wasabi bowl, and then you know, you click the little thing wasabi.com. It's not for the thing that's like a little bit of heat in your mouth type of thing. <laughs> nope, it's a cloud computing company, I believe, based in Boston, no uh, Massachusetts, who has apparently a Virginia branch. So, you know, they spend half a million dollars to get the naming rights to a thing. Now people like me talk about them here. Kudos to you. You just got, you know, $12,500 worth of free advertising. And if you want, we can do that more. Just send us a couple of checks. That's right. That's right. Do you, think, do you think things like that 
Like when I see these balls, 42 balls, name, I'm a big fan of naming rights. And by naming rights, I think it's, it's important that you are the exclusive thing on it because if you're sponsoring mm-hmm. an event and there's 500 different sponsors, you're kind of camouflage into that thing. So you get these bowls that have naming rights to it. I mean, what, what are your thoughts on naming rights? Not necessarily just for bowls, but just in hey. general. Yeah. If anybody wants to have naming rights to this show, I think that we can probably come to terms. But in yes, we can obviously come. There's all there's a there's a, a value to everything, right? But like when you do, you think there is like when you see naming rights like AT and T Stadium or you know Harbor Park. If it you know um, they were thinking about making it something stone related when they were trying to attract the the brewery here, like Stone Stone Brewing Park, mm. something like that. Do you think things like that work? What are your what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that helps with the branding aspect of certain places like yeah, in terms of like um i don't know is is like is is petco is are, are they headquartered out of san diego uh so you have petco park you know i so think a lot of times they are where they're based right yeah yeah um so i so from that aspect i think that it that it certainly helps now i don't know i think that it's just it's interesting in the sense of maybe it's just brand awareness but because the Staples Center is no longer the Staples Center, correct? That's now like Crypto, um, crypto.com. Yeah. So Arena. I don't know. It's really, it's, it's, the whole thing's fascinating. It, but it all comes Heinz down Field to the in Pittsburgh. Heinz Field forever was in Pittsburgh. Now it's Askerside or something like that. I think Town Bank is, um, they have naming rights to Wake Forest Stadium in football, Huntington Ingalls. Yeah. But I, I, I do, Bowl, I, at like the same time, I respect, like Yankee Stadium is Yankee Stadium and Fenway and, and Wrigley Field. You know, I, I respect that, you know, that they did not, quote unquote, sell out. Um, so from that that standpoint, standpoint, I think it's cool, too. Is it selling out? I don't know. That's why I say quote unquote. I mean, it's right. Just, it's such an, in, it's an interesting term because it's like, and I, like, I'm not trying to like necessarily push back on that thing, yeah. but it's like, we talk about selling out when it's like, okay, what's the difference between A and B when they're basically the same thing? It's, it's I mean, always, there's, yeah, there's certainly value there for both sides. Otherwise deals like that wouldn't get done. Yeah. I would, I would thoroughly enjoy a major league ballpark in this uh, area. Don't know that we'll ever see it. If we did, obviously, I will continue to throw my name in the hat to be the announcer yeah. uh, there. Coming down the aisle. At, how tall are you? Five foot eleven, wearing his black right. SpaceX or Tesla T. The man yeah, with I the best was, hair uh, in the area. Interesting. Yeah, that uh, so in Madison, she's she's worked my daughter, she's worked with the tides the last couple of years and yeah, so she would play the the walk up songs and all that kind of stuff for um, people heading to the batter's box. Yeah, yeah, and she would do that as well. It's gotta be fun. She's been very active in college. Kudos to her for doing that. I I never did anything like it's that. It's super well. It, it's it's really competitive uh, right now in terms of the expectations that everybody, all students, oh, like they when need she to gets have. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Having an internship and in everything that you're doing while in school, you need to be working towards whatever it is that your major is going to be. It's it's pretty competitive. What I like about it is that, like, when I went to school, West Virginia University, 
I just went and did the classes. And then yeah. when I got out, I was like, okay, I just got to go do this thing. And then I remember like the first week on the job, I was like, well, I learned a lot this uh, first week, probably more than I did the entire time <laughs> in college. And I wonder, had I would I have actually gone into journalism had I like gone and worked in a newsroom? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't. I just don't know if people or that was encouraging. I don't know if it, if I was just like hung over from the night before and I wasn't listening. I don't. I don't know. I I just feel like I probably should have done that. And so whenever you tell me all the things she's doing, I'm like that are like career related instead of yeah. just, you know, I had jobs during the summer and things like that, you know, coach swim teams, but it's cool to see that because it's, I think more people should do that. It's kind of like, um, you know, putting your foot in the, in the pool to see like, okay, like this is what it's like. What do I like about this? And anyone that's thinking about doing a career, anyone that's thinking about starting a business, anything like that, it's like, try a little bit of it. Right. right. And so we, you know, you talk a lot of people talk about MVPs and customer discovery, all those things. You know, just put a little foot in, see if you even like it. Try to make one sale, see if you like it. Because if you don't, right, it might not be for you. Well, so yeah. I, I think that's that's important for people to do. Yeah, especially if uh, you just quit your job and you realize that you hate what you uh, decided to do next. Then what are you going to do? I don't know. I don't know. I can't believe that it's been. As lo- that we've been doing this show as long as we've been doing. This would be the the start of the th- the fourth calendar year, right? No, fifth. 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. Crazy. Okay. Into its fifth year. It, or it, Into its fifth year. Yeah, yeah. Fifth calendar, right? It's, see, days always get messed up. For me, it's crazy. It's always... It's, always it's really... I think the thing that I, I like, I was scrolling through the past episodes in preparation for the show. You no, know, we're going to do like end of year recap kind of thing. And yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty interesting to see the the number of people that we have talked to. And mm-hmm. I don't know, I, I would like to dig in a little deeper just to see like some, we've had some guests that uh, decided to shut down. What which, number I, is I mean, this? You're good at 193? 191, I believe. Okay. So yeah, some guests that they've shut down. I mean, that's just that's the inevitable thing that is going to yeah. happen when 80% of all startups fail. Yeah. Uh, but I think that we've got a, so one, it's either we have a track a good track record of peeping uh picking people or selecting people to have on the show that it's gotta have be a that firm, her a firm footing. But we also talk about the people that are gonna there's a comparison between successful people and take advantage of different opportunities to present themselves so they take advantage of if the invite goes out saying hey we'd love to have you on the show or them being proactive saying i would like to be on the show i don't know and lee sheridan's still kicking of course he is that man how's it going lee good to see you yeah, I saw you know, Lee. We'll text the, uh, each other once a year and then we'll get together for lunch. I was able That'll to see Lee at the Chicho's ribbon cutting mm. ceremony, but we didn't have a there was a lot of people, there's a lot of activity going on there. I didn't have a chance to really talk as much, catch up as much as I wanted to. He's a Steelers fan. Speaking of Heinz Field, the the field formerly known as Heinz Field. The um it is interesting looking at like different people that have been on 
as you were saying that, I was thinking, of, okay, so 190 something episodes. A lot of people will look at that and say, okay, like this frequency has started. Let's do it more. Right. So they'll be like, okay, like it was Thursday. I think the first one we did was noon on Thursdays. And then we realized, okay, let's do a little bit earlier or something like that. And then we decided to do 11 and we kind of stuck with that forever. A lot of people will get into this kick of saying, all right, once a week was fine. Let's do two. Two's going great. Let's go to three. And sometimes they go to daily and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I'm glad we didn't do that because number one, I think that would have been very difficult, even just doubling it. Um, you know, maybe doing a Monday and a Thursday show, let's just say. But I've done that in the past with 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 my old show. And I was like, okay, we went to two a week, went to three a week. And then at, next thing you know, I'm like, I don't want to do this anymore. So you kind of like burn yourself out about it. And so it's, it's like, okay, this is enough frequency that it works and you can stick with it and things like that. Also, when you are kind of niching to a specific area, when you're niching to you know, a smaller pool of people, there is less opportunity or less, less free to grab off of. And mm -hmm. so, yes, there's plenty more businesses and people that we can talk to, but there is a smaller space and be like, okay, we're trying to talk to every single person in the entire world. You know, you, you are trying to do that. So I, I think it's good that, that you figure out the frequency, yeah, figure out what works in that. And I think you can take that from a business perspective too and say, okay, like these are the things that I need to do. You, you said people, some people promote it themselves. Some people don't. It's like, if you're going to get on anything, you should probably promote that thing. Right. Right. Not for the other person, just so people can be like, Hey, like, Oh, this person was on so-and-so and they might be able yep. to tune in. You might say something might make them, might make them buy. Right. So Lee, you know, saying what he says and then people are like, okay, well, what does Lee do? Oh, Lee owns two maids. Okay. Oh, actually I need my house cleaned. Right. And so it's like by chiming in and, and, and promoting yourself a little, a lot is probably going to happen because of it. Yeah. Where if you don't do anything, guess what's probably not going to happen. You have a more, you're more likely to see your, uh, thing whatever that is happen if you actually talk about it and share and things like that not in an aggressive annoying kind sure, of way sure. but just it's, you it's, know a little here a little there i think it's important it never stops always you're you're always selling i find the the, the thing that What's i that find movie? amazing glenn gary glenn ross mm. you ever seen that movie which movie? I, I don't know. Isn't I, it called I, Glenn? Is he Alec Baldwin's like always be selling? Yeah. You never seen that? I don't. Well, it sounds familiar. I just can't. I can't recall. Um, the thing that I find amazing is people that we still have not had on the show. Here we are, 191 episodes in, and that, that there's still people that we have not had on the show. And that it's, have tried. Know, right. So I'm looking forward next week. We have kicking off 2024. We have Nancy Gurdon that's going to be on the show. And and Nancy's very prominent within the region. And um, always be closing, I know, is, is one of the ABCs. But, yeah, so Nancy will kick off 2024. Uh, and that's not because we haven't wanted her on the show. It's just, uh, but it's just, it's interesting. The fact that we still have people that we have not had on the show. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, you just got to uh, keep, keep pushing in that regard as well. 
And so it's, it can be challenging at times. You're like, yo, why don't you just get on the show? Why don't you just pick a date? Like one of the people I believe has signed up for this year is Chris Makut, who I was trying to get way back when. Yeah. And the same thing signed up for something. I'm not, I'm not exactly positive. I think, Former producer Andrew had said, oh, so-and-so wants to, you know, do something nine months from now. And we're like, who? And he said, Chris. And I said, oh, okay. Well, must be busy. Yeah. It's, well, and I think at the end of the month, we have um, J&A Racing will be on the show. And that mm-hmm. was one that uh, we've been trying to arrange that for quite some time as well. Yeah, four years in the making. Talk about, I mean, JNA Racing, I mean, they put on awesome, awesome events. I mean, they are you know, nationally recognized for what they do. Other than the amphitheater, do they put on bigger events than anyone else? I I can't imagine so. I right, because don't they get like 40,000 people? How many people do Shamrock? Uh, I want to say that it is... 30, 40,000 people because you got the 5k, you got the, uh, the 8k or the t- Shamrock 10k. Um, they got the half marathon and the full marathon. It's a big event. And that's just one of. Right. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that show, but I, I, I also enjoy having repeat guests on because, because we only have repeat guests on if they have something that is worthy to be talking about. So sure. that means that there is progress of some kind that is made that, that we'll talk about. So I, I dig that. I'm sure we'll have a repeat guest this year. I'm sure. Any any front runners that you have um, on your mind from a repeat standpoint? Not Scott Janae. No, I'm done with him. You know? <laughs> Not him. You know, nope. Nope. Hope he sees that. He's like, well, I want to be on. Time to be first. I don't know. I haven't thought about it. Um, there's probably some people that we haven't had on as a repeat that we probably should. Um, yeah. I agree. Not sure who, but. Uh, I'm sure I if I look yes. through the list, you just recently it is looked interesting. through the list, right? You're like, yeah. oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I mean, because I, I, last year we kicked off the year with uh, Tajir Lewis, and I think, you know, he's a, he's a great guy, and he's hustling with Aunt Carol Sauce, and I thought that was that was a great that was a great episode. And the year before was Scratch Guy, Alan. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, it's always interesting, like, because I'm not the biggest fan of. You know, oh, it's a new year, new you type of thing. I just feel like it's very like well, number one cliche, but it's very like okay, like how long is this going to last type of thing? Like you know, you go to the gym. I'm not saying don't start resolutions and things like that. If it works for you, work they, that that's great. But it's you know, you go to the gym. This is the easiest example. You know, this week it's been busy, so it's already started, right? And then two weeks go through, and then you know, you're you're week three, week four into it. And the gym is dead, right? And so I think gyms, historic. I, I I believe they make all of their money in forty five days. They get all of their subscriptions in, in in those forty five days. And I say this because it's like okay, like most people are going to give up on this stuff anyway. So you, we got to find a new way to resolution, revolutionize, revolutionize, revolutionize the resolution. 
Yes. Say that three um, times fast. I can't even say it once. <laughs> but there's something there. I think there is something with starting habits and stuff like that. It's just why January 1, right? Why do people always start things on Mondays, right? It's so, like... I think it's just a branding deal. Yeah. You do think... Okay, that's interesting. It's possible. You know, we're told, oh, it's the start of this. You might as well start then. And there's so many people that just have the mindset like, oh, you know, I've already screwed up. I'm just, I'll wait until such and such time to start fresh. Look, I think the greatest marketing uh, motto, tagline, whatever, has got to be just do it from Nike, right? Like today I was sitting here literally on the computer. It's about 10 o'clock. So about 80 minutes ago, you know, what's in my mind is I need to get in that damn tub and I need it. <laughs> I need to do it. Yeah. And I... I'd like to get to the point where I probably do it every day, right? I think I told you guys last week, you know, wake up first thing and then get three minutes in. I did it yesterday and it was miserable and it wasn't even mm. that cold. It's just like literally within like three minutes of waking up and getting in that thing. Like it's, it's a different experience. I didn't do it today. I did end up getting in the damn thing today, but it's just like, you just got to start. You just got to go a little bit. And right. it's, it's, it, that might be cliche. But it's like once you get going, that's that momentum really does feed off of each other. And it is kind of like a, a tire or a wheel going down a hill and it just compounds yeah. off of each other. That's right. I think the other I don't know if it's cliche, but there's a book or something about it. But eat the frog. And uh, just... you mentioned that last week or something. Tracy something. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, just whatever the most difficult thing is uh, that you have to do for the day, just knock it yeah, out right first. away. Brian yeah. Tracy. I guess that's why people say make your bed first thing in the day. So you start with a win. You ever heard that? I've I've heard different things about making your bed. Yes, but oh, so do it or don't. <laughs> well, always recommending that you do. Hmm. There you go. Um, you still reading books? I'm listening. Uh, yes, no one reads books anymore. Are you listening to books? Yeah. Any good right books now, this year? You know, one that I just finished that was great was um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's book. Okay, I heard him promote, promoting that, and I wanted. I was wondering if it was good. So it is yeah. good? Yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I think that he is... America and I, and I don't want to go down the political uh, rabbit hole, but I think be, America being so de divisive or de decisive in terms of from a political lens, you can't overlook the fact that he, that he was an immigrant to this nation and he put bodybuilding on the map, became the best bodybuilder, went into acting, became one of the highest grossing actor, then went into politics. I mean, like the guy is, you know, he's relentless in in what he pursues. Puts his and, mind and, to it, does it. Yeah, and, and he talks about that. And I thought it was, yeah, I thought it was a great listen. And he he narrates it, which is which is cool too. Ah uh, no. That's um I I I I'm I will now get that book because I was um oh it's a memoir. Okay. It when I heard about it, I was like, okay, that's cool. Maybe I'll listen to it. Uh, the last book, the last memoir I listened to is Britney Spears' book. How did? Yeah, I meant to ask you. How did you like that? 
I mean, it was fair. I've I've read dozens of memoirs, I guess. From that perspective, it was okay. I just, I don't think like it really went that deep. I'm sure it was very mm. difficult for her to read. And like, this is her life. And, you know, I don't want to be that guy bashing it. It's fine. It's a good book. I listened to it. I don't have anything negative necessarily to say, but comparing it to some of the other memoirs out there that really go deep. Like, I don't know if there's a learning lesson from this. Mm. Um, it seems like she's been screwed by multiple um, individuals. And, um, but she wouldn't even like, they'd be like, oh, so-and-so did this, but I'm not going to tell you their name. And so, like, she was so, like, polite about it and everything. Mm. Not that I'm a gossip person and wanted to hear it, but it was just, like, it, it is interesting how, like, way back when the Mickey Mouse Club was the way that a lot of musicians made it. That was right. interesting. Yeah. Um, she was, like, 12 or 13 drinking after with her mom. You know, that was interesting to hear. Um, you know, I think we all wow. know the story about her dad and whatever happened there. So there was some badness there, but, like, it is actually the, my number one takeaway would be that like society allows men to do a lot more things where with women, when they do it, it's like, Oh my God, they're the worst person ever. But the guy can do that. And like literally the equivalent of, and it's, that's kind of obnoxious. And so like, for example, it'd be like her and Justin Timberlake would be, I guess I should put them at equals her and Justin Timberlake were on the same interview and they would ask uh justin timberlake certain questions that were music about music let's say and they'd ask her things about her risque clothing hmm. and so it's just like how come he got to answer these questions and i got i had to answer these questions like this and so and that's like the least of of the style of questions it's just i don't know it's what i recommend it i don't know if you want to learn a little bit sure but from a memoir perspective, I would recommend a lot of other books first because I think mm. they teach you resilience. Some books will teach you about resiliency and things like that. And you know, maybe her book really is about resiliency and I just didn't take it that way, but. It's interesting. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I'll, if I'll I don't know. I'll, I may consider it. 50 cents book you told me to read you know i think that's a book about resiliency that's a good yeah, one Yeah, hustle hustle harder yeah that was great kevin hart's books can be funny but also very educational and you can learn from them i think there's even if it's not a book about that but there's like that deeper meaning about it like i think that that's something interesting you know obviously everyone's favorite david goggins book is is like that i just i mean me is a, a anyone that says that they don't read or listen to books or whatever to me it's just a red flag about that person. I just, you've got to continue to learn and evolve and absorb information. And, and, and if you don't. Does it have to be from a book? Could it be a podcast? Could it be, you know, reading? Yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's certainly it just to absorb in new information and, and try to evolve yourself and, and learn new things and, and expand your perspective. Um, yeah. I think you're it's, not it's, it's learning, really you're important. dying. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. It's, it... um, I'm trying to think. I reread a book that I had liked the first time I read it. I'd physically read it. It was the, um, 
I think it was called Born to Run. Mm. Maybe that's wrong. Yeah. But it's a book about um, running with the Tata Romara. Um, did you ever read that? I've not, but it's, it, it is definitely one of, it's a popular book. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, need, I, 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 need I liked to it when I read that. it, but then when I listened to it, I didn't like it as much. So I thought mm. that was interesting how there was a discrepancy there. So when you talk to like founders, like, are, is that a question you ask them out? Like, what are you reading? And what do they say? I don't know if, I don't know if it's necessarily a question per se, but mm -hmm. if, um, I, so I guess, and we've talked about this before on the show as well. Like when it comes up in conversations, when uh, someone's like, oh, I could never run a 5k or I, you know, I don't read any books or anything. I just, those are all just little things that I put in the back of my mind. Just, um, you're saying like you can find a trend that says that people who historically aren't learning are doing worse. I don't know if there, I don't know if there's any concrete evidence of that. Uh, but I, 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 I like to be around people that are on a, you know, that continue to better try to better themselves or they're open to new perspectives. I mean, especially, and, and you know, this too, Zach, that when you're working with someone to try to help them become successful and if they're not trying to, to self-improve or if they're not open to different opinions and, and ways of doing things, then do you want to risk spending your time with that person uh, if they're not going to take it even into consideration? Fun fact. Arnold has two memoirs, it looks like, by the way. Hmm. Um, you read the newest one, the Be Useful yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think you could probably make the uh, argument that people who are not learning are probably not as successful. I, I'm sure there's data somewhere that says that. It just makes sense. You know, it's like, okay, like. I mean, the world is con the world continues to evolve. And if you are not evolving with it, you're being left behind. Yeah. Well, it's like I do Wordle every morning. I mm -hmm. still do Wordle. That's good for the brain. You know, yep. uh, uh, they have another one out now. Was it New York Times? It's New York Times, Wall Street Journal, one of the two that um, it's called Connections. You know, I think all those little things compounding up are good. Good for you. Yeah. Reading, learning, doing a little bit of games, you know, like mental games. I think it's all important. And it's interesting, you know, to learn. Some people do it. Some people don't. I mean, your brain's a muscle as well, and you got to exercise that muscle. I would imagine it's the most important muscle. Other than but, the heart. Yeah. Well, that is true. We'll give them 50 50 each, <laughs> yeah. uh, 1A and 1B. It's a good point. You know, when you're not looking at the list of um, parts of the body, you know, some would say the most important part of the body is the middle finger, you know. Probably those people, people on, uh, yeah. on Christmas Eve in a parking lot. That's their favorite. <laughs> so from a from a local business perspective, mm -hmm. is, is there anything that you've noticed that's different? Because I feel like if we were to look at this stuff, I, actually, it would be interesting to get your take on this. Like, if you were to look at this in 2012, when you kind of first started coming out to now, do you really see a difference? Was there really a difference that is there a difference then between now? Are we just, you know, in make believe world? Are we, is there actually substance that is different 12 years into this, you know, startup community thing? Because I think that's, 
for all intents and purposes, yeah. I would say that 2011, when we, when I was doing some of the stuff that I was doing, that was really kind of the first time that people looked at this as a startup community type of thing. So we're 12 years, 13 years into that thing. It is there a noticeable difference? Is there is there something that people can look at and say, okay, the tide has changed? Or is it the same as back then? And we're just vocalizing it more. Maybe vocalizing it is the is the most important step, right? What are your thoughts like looking back on it? You know, from the time that you basically came to my office for the first time to now, what's what's the landscape? What's the difference? Yeah. Well, I guess when if I if I look personally, I, I going back to what we just talked about in terms of reading and learning and and whatnot. I have evolved and, and I am, gosh, I, I'm almost embarrassed to, to th I, I can't, I wouldn't even want to know what I was talking about back then because I know that I've evolved so much. Um, so that within itself is case in point to continue to learn because if I was still teaching the same stuff or talking about the same stuff 12 years ago that I am uh, to today, mm -hmm. I, I would be just a bumbling moron that no one would even want to listen to. So, uh, yeah, but I, I bring in things so that I can share those with the people that I'm surrounded by. So from that standpoint, I've evolved in a, in a big, big way. Um, I think that as a, as a region, we continue to mature and it's just, it's like the, uh, the golf ball going through the garden hose, if you will, you know, so we, we we solve a challenge, and then that just that uh, that that reveals the next set of challenges that that we need to to have solved. So it all takes time, and I think that uh, like one of the big takeaways from Brad Feld's book uh, Startup Communities was he was he was very clear and upfront from the very beginning, saying that if you don't have a twenty year outlook on this, then don't get involved with it, and. Uh, I, there's very few people that have been in this game as long as you and I have, and we're in year 13, year 14 of this journey. And, you know, so they, that, that is proof that it takes, you, you have to be in this for the long term to see things through just because it, it takes such a long time. And, and Gosh, when you look at all the people that we've seen and come and go over the course of those 12 years together, it's we've seen we've, we've seen a lot of people come and go. And I think that with that, I mean, that shows the the grit that that we have. That well, my favorite is when people are literally brought in to fix the region and then they're here for a year. And I'm like, mm, that's yeah. funny. I guess they were here for a paycheck. It, whereas, yeah, and you and I, we continue to, I mean, we'll get punched in the face from time to time, but we we dust ourselves off and we get back up and we, we do the same thing. You know, we, we get, we start fighting the fight the next day, an hour later. I've only been, the case is. I've only physically been punched in the face one time my entire life. The only fight I've ever been in <laughs> wasn't even really a fight. It was like friends fighting. I got hit and I was like, I'm out. Yeah. Probably fifth or sixth grade. I was like, I never want to get hit again. Don't think I have. Yeah, I don't think that I have either. Uh, and I don't, I don't want know how people get how people do that. But kudos to them. I know that's a ridiculous, yeah. you know, transition. But you said it. Yeah, you know, it is interesting. The twenty year thing. 
a lot of things take a lot of time and a lot of like getting fit, having a successful, successful business, you know, having a wonderful marriage, you know, um, graduating high school, your, your, your car goes for, you know, a decent amount of time. Like things, we look at things in such a minute, like, oh, like small little aspect of it. But really, it's a really, a really long approach. It's a really long piece that takes a ton of time. You know, a lot of people over the last month or two preparing a lot of meals, you know, Thanksgiving, multiple different, you know, winter related holidays. That pie, that piece, that that pizza that you like, it does not. It's it's not a two second put it in the microwave thing. Even if it's a frozen pizza, you know, yeah, it's a you gotta do the yeast. You get you got it. The the yeast has got to rise, and then rise again, and then you gotta mold it, and then you gotta let it rise again. Then you gotta form it. Then you gotta salt. You gotta make the salt. Like all of these things, right? All these aspects yeah. are so important, and I don't mean to make it just about food or things that aren't business. Right. Well. But that's the thing is, yeah, it's not. It's I not was talking simple. to a longtime friend of ours, uh, Gary Plague, last week, week before last, and he uh, a, a Christmas trees came up in conversation, and he's Christmas trees. Is that what you said? Yeah, mm-hmm. he's in Boone, North Carolina. But he was saying yeah. that like uh, people that want to go into the Christmas tree harvesting business, you know, they have to be in that business for seven years before you can even harvest your first Christmas tree. So I didn't know that until two, three weeks ago. I figured they grew in one year because some things grow fast as crap. I didn't realize yeah. it was like that. And they got to prune it. They got to, they got to fertilize it. They got to mow it, you know, the area they got to, they got to do a bunch of stuff to it. And so it's, yeah, we, we have become a culture of immediacy and it will be interesting to see like how, it, like, is that why people you think just because everything is so immediate, they just want it like that and they can get it. And so in some cases that's great, but like, you know, you see these things like re, a lot of retail is, is not the same as it once was. Okay. Well, online isn't as immediate as people are making it out to me, yeah. you know? And so like things that you really do, like I was talking to my mom the other day about this. She has a friend who needed something over the weekend from a dot from like a medical perspective and they were closed till Tuesday. Now. Yeah. You know, maybe what that's because it was the holidays, but what do you do? Like if you really need right. that, if you really need something, you used to be able to go do it. Now you can't. What do you think is, uh, to, I'm curious your take. I have my, my hypothesis yes. of what, what was the start of the, the immediacy that you described? Oh, okay. Um, OJ Simpson. Well, that's what, uh, my answer. I was going to say the 24 hour news cycle, I yeah. think was the start of, but it was OJ that made people glued to the TV that started everything. That's, that's the thing. Yeah. Because that's when people were like, Ooh, I like that. And then everyone talked about it and it became the cycle. And that's when. now look, someone could come back and say, look, there was something before that maybe it was princess Diana, you know, when she, when she, passed away something like that Mm -hmm. uh it's always interesting to me that uh americans are so infatuated with things in in europe in that kind of way um but it's it's something like that that did it 
And yeah. I always say it's the OJ thing. I think the 24-hour news cycle is a good thing. But you know what's interesting about that? I learned this when I worked in TV. And people still don't get it. But if those cycles are 20 minutes long, 30 minutes long each. And they're just the exact same thing, cycling mm -hmm. around every single time. Well, that's what I was going to say, is that uh, to, to build on to that, when, when news doesn't happen, they just keep on repeating the same thing. and then Which when most of the time a, it doesn't happen. There's nothing new. Right. And so then when you're in a situation where we're so polarized and you hear the same thing over and over and over again, I mean, I think people, it's a lot worse. I get, you know, my big red flag and I don't necessarily want to go down to it when people are self-proclaimed news junkies that, that just like, yeah, I don't know. You know, it's just like news. Is Was it just way. because they're seeing it the same thing over and over again? Well, and, so and, because it, it, and it cements it in, in your brain that makes you it, know, that, yeah. Makes it seem like it's a lot worse than it is, you know? So you turn the channel. Yeah. And the, and the media has portrayed this that by by watching this and being glued to your television, you're you're informed. You know, and it's just like, are you really being informed, or are you just the product? Because um, we need viewers so that we can get the sponsorship dollars. But small small rant there. Yeah, I think it depends on. Why well, I I feel like I've either told you this or used this as an example before. Um, shooting in Virginia Beach. Deadly shooting in Virginia Beach. So that means that anyone that lives in Virginia Beach is scared because there's a deadly shooting in Virginia Beach, right? So, like, this is how things are produced. Okay. What you find out is that this shooting actually was on some random farm in Virginia Beach with 50 acres. And, okay, it's not that big of a deal. because It's a big deal. But it's not as serious. You're canceled, Zach. I'm shocked I haven't been yet, but <laughs> the whole thing is ridiculous anyway. Like, I, whatever. Um, so, like, they make it seem like it's a bigger aspect or a bigger area to get people to tune in, to get people to do it. Look, I would, like, as a marketer, I would do the exact same thing. But when it really comes down to it, the thing to worry about is it's one street and that street historically is fine. And this is a random occurrence, but they're trying. But, but it's it's produced in a way to make you feel like, oh my goodness, where I live now is bad. Now look, if this continues to happen in a very, very, very small area, then yes, you would have a track record of that and saying, oh, okay, right? Like I remember one time I saw this thing that was like, oh, such and such happened at a Harris Teeter. You might recall something also happened at this Harris Teeter completely unrelated five years ago which now means that this Harris Teeter is haunted. I mean, they're very clearly unrelated things. And so we try to correlate them to make them seem like it's a bigger thing when there's absolutely zero correlation. And it's clear as day. But we, we compound those things to make it seem worse. And so you're like, okay, well, First Amendment says I should trust these people because they are the press. When I all, ultimately, I just think it's all entertainment now, which is, is fine. I agree. I'm fine with it being that. However, just maybe let people know that this is no longer the news that it originally was. And it's now biased entertainment. And then my, my case would be solved in that case. Because like, okay, well, at least they're admitting it. Right. 
No, I agree. I think that's a that's a, a well run. It's a great way to put it. Biased entertainment. Way to go, Zach. Well, it took 191 episodes or so to figure that out. And you know, sometimes by not wearing black t-shirts, that might maybe just... that's it. You unlocked that's it. it. Uh, producer James wants me to um, start rocking different outfits, and I just don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> you know, it's just not going to happen. Okay, so we're on this twenty-year journey. I think it's going to be longer than that. At the end, of the, I think I think to really just kind of put the nail in the coffin of, of this. At the end of the day, businesses, their owners, are going to do, and the people associated that are going to do what they want to do. It really has. From a community perspective, there's only a handful of things that you can really do. You can celebrate them. You can buy from them. You can share their stuff, right? From a community perspective, I think that's the mm -hmm. thing, you know, you know the, the marketing aspect of it. That, that That's really what the focus should be on the community is, is, is those things. And I know that Innovate Hampton Roads and, you know, formerly known as Startwheel, some of you may know. That's something that I think is, is achievable, from an organization, from a community perspective, you know, try to get people to be like, oh, this business should do that. Well, you're not the owner of that business. You know, you're not associated with that business. It's hard to get, it, it's hard to really have that happen just because you want it, but you can celebrate, you can buy, you can share, you can market, you know, you can tell your friends about these things. Those yeah. are, those are aspects that from a community perspective, I think can and should be happening. And um, it's important. I so, agree. If you want and if if there's anyone out there that feels like we're not celebrating them, it's just because let us know. Let us know what you got to have to celebrate, and we will celebrate with you. Happy birthday to you. Everyone's invited to the party. I can't sing that song. I don't want to get my copyright infringement. You Good know, um, the only thing I've ever had copyright, uh, the copyright issue was something from WWE. Oh, for real? On YouTube. Yeah, it happened pretty immediately. <laughs> I may have stolen some video from their, wow. from their from their YouTube, and they immediately knew it. I guess they could just run that through their system and know. It's pretty pretty interesting. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Automation is just with everything these days is fascinating to me. Yeah. Are you not worried about robots taking over the world and killing um, humans? In uh, Elon, I trust. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, one person. He does he think that? Well, that's why he is. I mean, he's he's pretty vocal in terms of standing up to to prevent that from happening, and that's why he. I believe it's him and uh, Sergey are no longer friends. Sergey from one of the co-founders of Google, because um, you've seen iRobot, haven't you? I mean, we got lucky yeah. with Will Smith. I mean. I don't think we're that far off. And I don't, I think they're going to no. teach my theory is they're going to teach themselves to do it. It's not like we're going to be building these things to kill human, the humankind. They're going to look at us and be like, Oh, yeah. the way to do this is war is fighting. We're going to. Well, and it's ourselves. interesting. So like, yeah, I spent a lot of, so with the um, Optimus Tesla's robot that they're developing um, by design, it is only 80 pounds, 90 pounds, uh, you know, so that, humans can push them over and, um, and, and like, so they're putting all these software and, and, and hardware related things to prevent you know, so smart. that stuff does not happen. Yeah. Oh, but, well, that's good to know. But see, I, I know, I feel like no one ever talks about this, but we're in that part of the world. Like maybe it won't be our lifetime, but I don't right. think we're that far off. 
No, 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 no. And 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 that was the whole uh, rumor about with OpenAI uh, that the reason that Sam was fired was that they were able to they they figured out something. There was some major development, but everything's been pretty hush hush since they brought him back. Cool. But yeah, I agree. I mean, when uh, when when drama when software thinks that I have to protect this at all costs, you know, who is the deciding factor to determine? It's a scary. Well, they're know, binary, that. right? So they they yeah. it's very black and white. They don't care, right? What I don't is, know. I just watch enough what is, movies. Yeah. What is protecting in one person's point of view could be a threat to another's, uh, you know, and who is the determining factor if it's a threat or if it's protection? Yeah. I don't know. Crazy times. I just had to get that out here in this year because, you know, when it happens and there's videos of a documentary, I want them to have me in there for saying that I am terrified of that. Maybe not terrified, but I definitely yeah. think it's, I think it's a possibility. End, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that everyone is just trying to do the best they can. And I don't think that there's anyone out there that is willingly, knowingly saying we have to develop this. Yes. Develop the artificial intelligence that is going to destroy the the world. I, I don't I don't I don't think that's the case. At least I would certainly hope that that is not the case. I guess we'll find out at some point. I mean, just to, yeah, and like even when it comes to uh, working with founders on the business front, yeah, they're the, I don't judge them for doing things one way or the other. I know at the end of the day that everyone's yeah. circumstance is completely different, and they're just trying to figure it out the best way that they can or know how to figure it out. What do you think about industry-wise? Is there... Is there, are you seeing a trend in anything locally that seems like more and more are jumping on and seeing success with? Well, I think that we talked about this a while ago when every, everyone is searching for what is this, what is the sector of this area? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that and logistics. I mean, there's so much yeah. of what we do in this region that is logistics that uh, why we don't jump on that as. Do they use that word yet? Because I feel like I said that at least in 2015. Are people saying that yet or no? I think that I think that we're coming closer to that corner that we may eventually take it. Drone Up is a logistics company. Agreed. Right. Everything in that waterway is a logistics company. I agree. I mean, hell, you could even make the argument that a brewery is a logistics company. I mean, SVT is. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we are. A logistics hub. I mean, well, yes. I mean, the number of ships that come through our ports. I mean, even you can even break it down in the sense of now with all the underwater data cables that are coming through, makes us a a data logistical hub. Um, there's only so many places that that these cables come through, and now Virginia Beach being one of those. Apparently, the wind things, by the way, are like 800 feet tall. 
Yeah, I've seen some videos where like those, they're 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 ginormous. But you can't like I, a guy I used to work with in TV. I was talking to him about it. We were chatting one night and uh, just texting each other back and forth, and he was like, "They're they're huge. Like you, the video doesn't get, do it justice in the yeah. slightest of it. Like it's eight football fields tall. How, how many? Eight hundred feet is eighty stories. There's." It's six times, six times, no, it's four times, three to four times taller than the tallest building in Virginia, which is here in our area. Is it um, the Weston? No, I think it's the old people's home now. Hmm. And um, by PETA. West Kent. I think that one's the tallest building now. Hmm. I could be wrong. It might be the Weston. I know the Weston used to be, but I think this one now is the tallest. Is it, but still, even if it is the Weston, still 50 stories more. Yeah. Massive. A mass tall. So it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, logistics. I mean, I think it makes sense. You know, and I, I think that one of the things that uh, that we talk about, James and I talk about quite a bit, is that, that I think is overlooked. Everyone wants to know what our region is. And I think that... Um, we could be, we need to leverage the diversity within our region because we are very diverse. I mean, New York City is certainly known for its diversity, but uh, with having all the different military bases here and all the different services represented, we are a very uh, diverse region and we need to leverage that and showcase that more. Well, I think it could be diverse in many different ways as well, not just industry. You know, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. just it's it's definitely an interesting cup of tea to to think about. You know, there is there is a lot there. You know, there's pros and cons to that, and you know, I, I think historically that's looked at has been looked at as a con, and I think you know maybe looking at more of a pro is is a is a new technique that should yeah. be looked at. One of the things that you and I have always been in agreement with is stop trying to be someone else and and really embrace the uniqueness of what we are. Yeah, I mean people travel here. You know, there's a lot of I mean, look, how many other places I, in the country? I, I agree. I just I was just uh coming up with some writing doing some copy work yesterday and that and then this one of the things people save their money all year to come and visit virginia beach williamsburg Norfolk. i mean how many other places in the country take trash and turn it into you know a landmark yeah and people want to travel there that's a very frequented place yeah that place wow. is always i'm somewhat joking popping. about that but like you know it is always popping like it's pretty wild people yeah People, people save their money. I mean, like, because I have people from back in New York that they're like, yep, going to Virginia Beach on vacation. And it's just like, man, we totally take advantage of the fact that we live here every day. And, like, well, and, I'll and make a sure bunch I of New Yorkers them. move here. Yes. And look, that, you, the weather, you, you have three and a half seasons. Right. So that's good. It's more warm than not. Speaking of New York, your Bills gonna you're, they're in the playoffs now. They're gonna you still 
You got two hard games left or no? Well, they're both division games. We have New England, uh, which on paper, I know, but these divisional games, matchups, man, you you never can count them out. Um, And and what I've been telling you forever is that the Buffalo Bills always play to the level of their competition. And they're terrible on the road. So there's not going to be any home playoff games this year. So that's, that's concern. Playing to the level of your, of your competition is of concern. So yes, I have concerns. It's kind of like West Virginia football until it happens. I'll, I'll be, you know, I'll be a good teammate. I'll be excited. You just... The bills team that played Dallas and the bills team that just played the chargers were two different teams. It's week from week to week. You never know what team you're going to get. How do you correlate that into business, right? How, like, what's the it is 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 looking at that from a business perspective of like, let's just say like the owner, the founder, the president of a company. Like, is that meeting to meeting? Like, what's the what's the equivalent to that in in business? Yeah. Well. Yeah. There, there is something to it. I mean, like when there's an all hands on deck situation, I'll even break that down. Like the thing that kills me is that in football, the two minute drill, how effective that is. And this is like, why do you guys always wait to the last two minutes of, of each half to like then determine that like, this is the time that we need to execute? Um, the same holds true, I think, for business in the sense of uh when it went think it's speed in that case, like they can't go that fast the entire game. And so people are hesitant. I don't know. But but the thing about it is, if that's the case, then train for the speed. The Bills used to have the hurry up offense back in the 90s with uh, Jim Kelly. But like, I think that you and I as founders both understand, like when 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 it was coming down to it and we needed to make payroll, then you then you run the two minute drill. And, and you do what you got to do to make payroll. Yeah. And, and even, you know, and, and, you know, even with this show, we'll be booked out two months in advance and then we take our foot off the accelerator. And then next thing you know, we're like, oh, we need to pay attention to this again. And now we're in a, another one of those cycles where our next opening isn't for another in, until February. Yeah. And to fix that is. It's, it's reminders fine. in place. Like it's it's because it's not yeah. an issue until it's an issue. Oh, it's right. not an issue until you know you're in that two minute aspect of it, and it. I don't know that we've ever talked about this in this kind of way, but I mean, it, it's, it's like okay, like things are fine, but it's like, but then at some point they're not. And is it just because you pulled your foot off the pedal a little bit? Yeah, but in your mind you're and, not. So it's like you, you have been prepared. It's so interesting because it's. It is just that we just. You've got to be relentless. Yeah. And th- and that's another thing that I admire about Elon in the sense of he, like it is nothing is ever good enough. So he is just constantly pushing, pushing, pushing. I mean, it's just to, to advance the technology and spend the money in research and development. And he's just constantly pushing his people so that you stay ahead of the pack. I mean, it's, it's, it's very rare. SpaceX being, I mean, SpaceX being so far, I mean, when China puts out a national uh, alert emergency because they're losing the space race, I mean, they're essentially losing that to SpaceX. I mean, who else is, who else 
are they competing against? Yeah, how did NASA like stop? See, maybe that's just a marketing. I thing, think that I think that well, I think that uh, that pens down to the Obama administration when they said that they were going to outsource a lot of that work. Oh, okay. So I think that was a conscious decision made by. Here we go. But yeah, so you, yeah, you got to stay focused and, and just relentless. You can't take your, can't lose your focus. And I think that I guess that I guess now that I, I said that, that's what it is. It's a loss of focus because you're focused on something else. Not that you're not a good human or an effective leader, but you you're focusing on something else. And how do you stay focused during the time that you need to? Yeah, I think that uh, that's where that's, uh, I think that's where the structure comes into place. Like you know, whether if it's reminders or whatever the case is. I hate meetings for the sake of meetings. Sure. Um, but having some sort of structure in place so that you're like you can evaluate where you are and what needs to get done. Hmm. It's tough. So that's looking at the bank account every day, getting on the scale every day, looking at the scoreboard, things like that on a daily, on some sort of yeah. regular basis. You got to measure. I mean, what's your measure? You can't manage or what you don't measure. You cannot manage. Oh, look at you. A one liner. But it's true. In it's so true. In 2024, will we see any more additions to your back wall? I don't know. I, it's time will tell. Tune in every week. I mean, it's changed a lot in the last month. Yeah, and the, well, the thing about it is, is because I used to have a different office, and all that all that stuff was there. It was just what is that office now? That's my wife's office. No, okay. Mm -hmm. Was it not before? Did you take that over for COVID? I'm trying to think how that. So that that off the office that I used to have that that was in the front of our house and you that's like you can keep your eye on the on the neighborhood Ooh. you know what you know who's coming and going and what's going on Ooh. and terry always wanted to be in the know so uh she she liked that office she always wanted that office so she got now it. has it and i took this one got it happy wife happy life as they say got it. yeah and now she and now <laughs> like quick aside yeah, now she realizes how cold that office is in the winter. And in the summer, she realizes how hot that office is. So there might be some regret, but. Um... No regrets. <laughs> do, you, do you see, do you, like, I know this is silly. I mean, is 2024 going to say like anything it. crazy? Uh, for me or for the world or what? Yeah, in general, whatever, however you want to respond to that. Yeah. I've, um, I'm super focused. Bold predictions. Yeah, I'm, I'm super focused to, to, to really take Innovate Hampton Roads to the next level. Um, I guess my realization of 23 was the fact that we have, you, you have to stop relying on other people to make an improvement to your life. And you, if you want an improvement to your life or to, to make a difference, you just got to step up and do it. Uh, it, you can't wait for someone else to do it. And that's, that's, that's where I'm going. Um, okay. Pastor Tim Ryan, thank you very much. Well, it just, you know, I mean, I, I there's too much reliance. Uh, there, it's just, it's just, 
I'm surprised it took you that long to realize that. Well, there's a, there's been a lot of, I think, self-reflection involved in that as well. And reflection is important. I, I, I used to think it was stupid and I think it's, you gotta look back and be like, okay, like take a conscious effort at, at stuff like a, like an unbiased look at what's going on. Why is it like that? You know, and it, yeah. it could think things could be wonderful, but you could still find holes in looking at it and taking a serious look at it because sure. Someone else can look at whatever it is, but you really know what it is, you know, and, and, you your life your story can only really be told by you to yeah truly and i think that self-reflection is something that most people i would imagine don't do and i think with a little bit of it they they at least be aware of of where they are whether or not they do anything with it yeah that's a that's a different story it's just, yeah, it's putting yourself out there, and I'm willing to put myself out there to uh, to try to make a difference for the region. That is commendable, Pastor Ryan. <laughs> Did you ever think you would be a pastor? No. Nope. 17-year-old you know, Tim, you know, now preaching to the world. At least to hashtag the 757. Whatever happened to that? They just gave up on that? I, I don't know. That's a great question. That shirt, the 757 circle half with the open thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that for something specific? That's uh that's collab. That it started with Angels and Accelerate and whatever, but yeah, so that's Collab's brand. <clears throat> okay. I saw someone with that shirt on the other day, and I I should have just gone up and been like, hey, what are you associated with? Because I didn't know which one it was. Mm-hmm. But I saw that and I just walked away. But James would have gone up to them. But I was afraid. Yeah, anyone listening, I would love to. Uh, you know, I'm looking for some designs for some cool branding. Ooh, swag. One thing that, you know, one thing I would, yeah, same, same holds true for um, any local music people. I'd love to have a, a really dope intro to the show that we can say was homemade in the 757 because there was some really cool um at mighty dream at uh the granby theater when music.com was there that was really eye-opening to see the amount of local talent from the music that was all local yeah that was cool how they like they played their song and then told the story behind the song or vice versa i can't remember which one was first but that was cool yeah I remember that's, um, I think I told you about my Shazam game that day where like you Shazam, you try to find the highest Shazam, the lowest Shazam. Um, and that was my lowest ever. I was like finding, unpacking. I was discovering music for the first time ever on Shazam. No one will ever be able to defeat that. <laughs> I believe my number one song is either Hozier hmm. or... Um, lord royals two kind of one-hit wonders it's usually a one-hit wonder and that's like 30 million shazams that's my highest you have to listen be listening to it you can't just like you know think about it but yeah 30 million shazams wow and 
and I was the one who discovered, I think I've discovered three, two or three songs before. Yeah, I, mean, I always I like to, uh, yeah, I, I, I like, yeah, that's interesting to see how many, and then at the same point, like how early you were when it only had like three three digits in the hundreds. Yeah, it's, it's even the Christmas music is easy to do because it's only around for a little while, but it's, there are some songs that you're listening to and you're just like, wow. Like that Poison song, 3 million. Heat Wave, 17 million. You know that song. Paint the Town Red by Doja Cat, 6 million Shazams right now. All kind of wild. That is crazy. Those are just some of the last things that I've I've looked at hmm. as as the planes are flying over your house. Maybe in 2024 they won't do that anymore. No, I think if anything, it's just going to continue to increase. But yeah, I was slow on the mute button there. I got my. helicopters on my house, and they fly real low. Like it seems like two, three hundred feet low. No there. Would, Any, yeah. what's something you want to talk about that we haven't talked about? Mm, any, any final oh, that, thoughts? That's a that's a really good question. No, I think we about covered everything. Uh, really that's appreciate what everyone you. Always <laughs> <laughs> that hour went by really fast. Thanks, guys. No, I uh, stay tuned for 2024. We're gonna we're gonna make it a great year. Everyone is invited to the party. Oh. Subscribe, like, follow, join along with us. Um, it's gonna take all of us to 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 put us on the map and that's what I'm uh, committed to do. So introduce yourself to me if we have not met. How do they do that? Just Brian say, TNT, baby. There you go. LinkedIn, Until next time. X. X. You, do you say Twitter at all anymore? I, um, well, it's easy for me to say post. So they, yeah, you no longer tweet, you post. Is it a that's repost? Easy. It is a repost. Uh-huh. But I think that the muscle memory there is it's going to take a while for a lot of people to break. I'm trying. Oh, well, thank you for trying. That mm -hmm. is very important. How about you, Zach? Anything that uh, we haven't talked about that you would like to talk about? We got West Virginia in. I didn't cuss. We're good. Which next WWE event you're going to is going to be where? Next time they come to town. What, what is there a city that you would like to go to to watch w, a WWE event? Because you, did I mean, they're doing, they're doing WrestleMania in um, Philly, but those tickets are very expensive, and it's just like to get even decent seats, not floor seats, not anything <laughs> like decent seats. So, let's just say, like in the bowl. And it's two nights now. You're looking at probably two grand a ticket. Whoa. And then, by the way, remember, Ticketmaster has their ridiculous fee on mm. top of that. So that two That's grand ticket, three yeah. grand. Right. So you're looking at six grand just in stuff that you could watch on TV for five bucks a month. So there's that. And then, obviously, you got to travel. So then there's another two grand in travel minimum because you gotta stay in a hotel mm. the hotels are gonna be astronomical likely maybe 
but you would think there's a lot of travel in there. Yeah, so you know, it's a ten thousand dollar trip. Wow. Just to watch wrestling? I mean, maybe I'll do it. No, that just seems I'm I'm cheap. That seems a little, a little it is excessive. It is excessive. But yeah, I don't know. So I guess thinking about it, San Antonio is probably one of the premier places to go where it's big enough to be a cool city, small enough um, that it's the expense of it all is not outrageous. Yeah, it was actually fairly economical to go to San Antonio last year. I enjoyed following your trip in San Antonio. I like, I thought about going there in Tampa Bay for Royal Rumble this year. I looked into it. It's about 4X the amount of money. And I was like, and it's in a baseball stadium. And honestly, it's kind of hard. Like tickets were 4X. Like oh, our exact in, seats in was trot. It is. And so I looked. Seats are four times more. Hmm. Hotel was 4X, 3X more. Crazy. So I guess Florida is just more expensive. I don't know. I would have I would have gone. Had things been about the same price, probably would have done it. But not doing it. Hmm. Uh, I guess Who the knows? question will be, will I go to a West Virginia football game in 2024? We'll see. Stay tuned. You can mayo bowl me if you want. Wasabi. Wasabi. Yes. There you go. All right. Thanks, I think, Zach. I think it's this always is a pleasure. Our longest, I think this is our longest episode now. So Might be. Way to go, 2023. Yeah. Deuces. Peace. Bye.